Welcome to the Forsyth Mags podcast, a show that celebrates all that is good and happening in Winston-Salem and Forsyth County. I'm your host, Brooke Eagle. Let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we're back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today, I am super excited. We have John Eric Johnson and Chelsea Clayton, two of my favorite photographer friends. Um, and they're here. We're going to talk all things photography, but specifically about um, community over competition and how photographers and any industry, um, you know, can work together and make things happen. So, hey, guys, what's up? Hi. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so, let's just do a brief intro. I'll let Chelsea go first about who you are and kind of why you got into the photography game. Awesome. <laughs> um, well, I'm really excited to be here, Brooke. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Chelsea Clayton. Um, I am a editorial and commercial photographer as well as a wedding photographer here in Winston-Salem. Um, I've been in the photography world... Oh, goodness. A long time at this point. I believe 2013 was awesome. the first time I like really picked up a camera um, and said, this is what I want to do with my life. Um, and it's taken me a couple years to kind of figure out who I am and what I offer and what I want to give the world. Um, but I love this job. It's the best thing that I could ever do ever in my life. Um, and I'm just really excited to be here talking about this. Yeah. This is something that's very like near and dear to my heart um, to talk about a community and not everyone being my competition. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. So um, <clears throat> I'm John Eric Johnson. I'm a commercial portrait and wedding photographer. Because um, my origin story, I was in school studying music, music education specifically, and realized that uh, I didn't want to teach after all, and I wasn't talented enough to make a living as a musician. So uh, I took my love of drawing and pivoted to graphic design where they made me take a photography class. So I picked up my first camera in 2007 and I loved it. I ended up taking every photography class that they offered at the time uh, and then went to work for a, uh, a wedding studio for about five years before going back to school to study commercial photography, which is where I met Chelsea. Yeah. And we became besties. Yeah. <laughs> it was seriously like the most intense two years of my life. Oh my gosh. It, it was. Yeah. So can, can we give a quick shout out to Randolph Community College? Yeah. Um, one of the top photo programs in the country. Wow. Yes, it is. And is I'm sure crazy. people do not realize that because no. it's so close by. I mean, yeah. And it's in Asheboro and you don't like necessarily think of Asheboro. I think and, of the zoo, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. That's what most people think of. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's me, uh, kind of, I still do weddings, but I really concentrate on commercial photography and portraiture these days. Mm -hmm. That's where, um, I get to express myself in the way that I enjoy. Yeah. And he's so good, you guys. He is so good. John Eric, I've never, Chelsea, I have not like worked with you before. I haven't seen you in action as much as I've seen John Eric in action, but he, he is so detail oriented and he just super talented. It's so fun oh, yeah. to I'm his photography assistant on some days when I'm when I'm lucky I get to hold the reflector. You know, yes. Type oh, things. She can bounce light like a champ. Oh, that's good to know. That's it's been a long know. training process, but here we are. Yeah. 
Mm. No, but it's it is so fun to see all these photographers because I work with a lot of them. All their different personalities shining through yep. in their work. Um, you can kind of just tell. You're like, oh, that's a John Eric picture, or that's a Chelsea picture. I mean, this you can, is true. You can I can tell. always tell when it's your work. Yeah, you yeah. have a very specific style, and I love it. Yeah, it's so good. Well, one of my questions or I guess topics I wanted to talk about with both of you is kind of your thought on which I'm sure it gets frustrating, it does for me too, but how people think they can do the same thing that y'all can do with their iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> and they cannot, spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, so mm, that's a fun one. I, I've i become one of those people, for years I was like, oh my gosh, all these people who just like pick up a camera or think that they can do my job, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I, I've come to the realization that that's like, that's not really true. You know, if if someone has talent, but maybe they just don't have the funds to get mm -hmm. a camera or something, like, there's so many incredibly talented people that do stuff on their iPhones, that shoot movies on their phones, like, all these different things. So I, I'm kind of in, like, that flipped mindset of, like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do yeah, to get sure. where you want to be. And, you know, yes, it's not going to be the same quality, but you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And again, like I, this might sound silly, but I'm not intimidated by that because they are not my competition. Yeah. And I want to see everybody succeed at this point, especially where I am in my career, where like I feel more confident. I've had more experience. And, you know, now I'm to the point where like I want to help the people that were in my mm -hmm. position. Well, yeah, because I mean, there's only 52 weeks in a year mm -hmm. and only, you know, 52 weekends in a year. So there's only so much you can get booked. And so hopefully, and I'm sure with both of you, the more time that goes on, you know, you get to be a little more um, choosy with the clients that you take on and um, who you want to build those relationships with. And, you know, I'm sure sometimes just with any job, there's some people that come to you and you're like, they might not be a good fit. So you might have another, another photographer recommendation for them type thing. Um, which is why it's good to know lots of photographers, yeah. you know? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I feel uh, similarly similarly to Chelsea when it comes to, like, the iPhone or, well, cell phones. Um, mm -hmm. Some people have droids, it, I guess. I don't uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my partner does. It's just a really, a really interesting time. I'm not an <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no, but there's like the it was like the Google Pixel three and then the I don't know I see the who away who away, yeah. but got like a forty megapixel camera in there. Wow, yeah. that's insane. So it's it's a really interesting time in photography because the barrier of entry is so much lower than it used to be. Oh, if yeah. you think back to like like before our times, like you take a picture, you don't see it Heck, until just you the nineties. Yeah, like the when we were well, I mean, I was a small tiny baby child. You might you you're I'm just a little you know, just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit just to, just a touch <laughs> well, it's funny when I took that first photography class in 2007 that was literally the first semester that they allowed us to start with the digital camera mm. and prior to that you shot film wow first, no matter what and since I was like my degree was going to be like digital design I was like well it makes sense for me to get a digital camera <laughs> of so course. that's part of what was incredible about going uh, to RCC and spending the first like was it six months shooting strictly medium format film yeah wow yeah. That's amazing. And so if you think about, you know, taking a picture, you can't look at the back of a film camera and see what you did. Nope. <laughs> so there's like this whole technical level that used to be in the way. 
and now people can take these. Like I just saw um, the director of the John Wick movies did a video ad for iPhone where he shot this cool snowball fight with the iPhone. Like he I mean, wow. he had like professional accessories. Yeah, but obviously. the actual like <laughs> yeah. the actual like sensor was what comes in an iPhone. But so that that affects me in, in a few ways. Um, firstly, it makes me think about like what do I need to do so that I still have a job no matter what the iPhone can do. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me. How do you step me, your game up? Yeah. Well, it reminds me to think about like uh, <clears throat> part part of what we do so well is, is we're connecting with people. Yeah. And we're telling stories. Mm-hmm. And there's all these facets to photography and, and re- like videography and related fields that that people aren't aware of, uh, along with the more like technical aspects, like you know choosing focal lengths and yep. lighting patterns and ratios and composition. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, we have to send this to him. I know we we'll have to. <laughs> so it's it's really about like having a voice, mm-hmm. connecting with your subject, whether that's a a, a person a brand, a couple, and figuring out how you add your voice to to them, their product, and make something together that, that shines. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. And you can't just do that with an iPhone. <laughs> True. Yeah, it, I think so much of it is that relationship building portion. Absolutely. Is that that's, you know, the big, when, when I have, you know, friends and brides to be that ask me tips for choosing a photographer, I'm like, you know, meet with a few and see who you connect with the best because you're, um, that you know, that's important to have that that emotional connection with your photographer that they that they Absolutely. get you. Absolutely, yeah. I I could not agree with that more. That's that's something I've been learning a lot over the last year because I I went to school obviously with John Eric for commercial photography and I kind of pivoted, um, and I think 2015 or 2014 was when I shot my first wedding and I was like, oh, this is really fun, but I was in school for commercial. And then I just kind of like fell more and more in love with it and had been realizing like, oh, it's not, it's not just about a pretty picture anymore. Like Mm -hmm. people fall in love with you first and then they fall in love with your work a lot of the times. Like, and that's how you make people feel comfortable. That's how you actually like get these clients that are drawn to you and want to work with you because they see you posting on social media. They see your face. They trust you. You've built like an automatic trust already with people. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wow, this person seems really cool. And then they see your work and they're like, oh, wow. It's really beautiful. It reflects their their personality that I love so much. Exactly. So like, I feel like that's such an important thing that like definitely like differentiates people and kind of is one of the big reasons why you see some people who have a lot of success and some people that don't. Mm -hmm. um, Is they're putting on a facade of like, well, I have to be this like business person and I have to be you know this perfect little whatever, and that's not how it is anymore at all. Well, and just like we were talking before. Before we uh, went on air, <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> you guys with your clients, how you can, you feel like you can be yourself with, yeah. with your clients. And that's kind of an important, important thing that you don't have to put on a, yeah. uh, a front of any kind that you, you can be yourself. Absolutely. And even to the point where when I have someone who asks me about photography and specifically like wedding photography, and I know that they've come to me just because they know I'm photo- because they know I'm a photographer, mm-hmm. not because they like know my work. I'd be like, okay, well, you know, 
let me tell you some things that uh, I would look for in a photographer. Mm-hmm. And here's a couple other people I'd look at. Uh, you know, I've, I send out Chelsea's website, and I've got a couple of friends. I'm like, here's some other great photographers to look at. You should, mm-hmm. you should look at their websites and see whose work resonates with you. And use that as like a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Getting, I love that. Out. That's great. Because I, I want people to book me because they want my work. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's the goal. Not not just because I'm a photographer, but because... Or because you're in the right price point. Right. It's yeah. because, you know, the, yeah. the vision and the aesthetic that I bring to the table is what they want to work with. So that I know... I can do me, and that's what they're looking for instead of trying to figure out, yeah. oh, who do they want me to be today? Yeah. Right. Well, because that's stressful, and that's going to make you not do <clears throat> your, your best work if you're if you're not able to be yeah. John Eric, goofy John Eric. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, if I can't dance on set, then, you know, I don't, I don't what's know if the I want to that's a deal, It's a deal breaker. <laughs> it's a total deal breaker. So what's um, – I'll start with Chelsea. I know you're obviously big into weddings, but what's one of the biggest – um, lessons that you've learned about shooting weddings? Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned, um, is to always have a timeline mm. and always have communication with your couple. Um, I had a wedding last year, um, where like, the bride and I connected really well and um, everything was great, but like there was a little bit of lack of communication in the sense of like, I thought that she had a timeline and was gonna send it to me and that didn't happen. Um, which, you know, of course, if you're not clear and you're not asking the right questions, that's your fault, AKA my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something I learned that I was like, okay, every single client after this, I'm just gonna send them a sample timeline no matter what. Yeah. Um, because they didn't have a, a like day of coordinator or anything like that. It was just like family oh, no. members helping out. <laughs> yeah. Please, everyone who is listening, get if a you wedding are planning planner. a wedding, have a coordinator. <laughs> it will make your life, my life, everybody's life easier. Yeah. Um, but that was a huge lesson that I learned because I was like the day of the wedding. Like there were just quite a few things that like not went wrong, but didn't go as smoothly as they could have. And everyone kept looking to me and I was like, like, well, but, but I'm, that's, I'm not that's, the coordinator. I'm like, that's <laughs> not actually my job. Like, yeah. I'm happy to help out and step in and, like, do what I can for you because I want to go above and beyond for my clients. Of course, um, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? You know, I that's a big thing for me. Like, I'm, I'm, if you're into the Enneagram, I'm a two, which is the helper. And, like, I want to take care of you. I want to anticipate yeah. your needs before you even have to ask for them. Um, and so that that was just really hard for me, like, going through the day being like okay well but what's next like what's no one's given me a timeline and I just felt very uneasy yeah which is not good like you don't want to have a stressed photographer on your wedding day and you don't want to be stressed assuming that someone else is going to take care of it like for a how do you stay and this is a question for both of y'all kind of like not stressed at weddings because I feel like I mean it's so I've been in my share of weddings (laughs) but like I'm, I'm just in it I'm not working I'm not like, that would be so stressful. There's only a few hours of the day. I mean, you want to get the perfect shot. <sighs> you know, How do you keep your cool? So, well, like Chelsea just said, you know, have a plan. Yeah. Because in my experience, mm-hmm. when you when you have a timeline, it almost never goes according to plan. <laughs> but if you have the plan, then you know how to pivot. You know, exactly. It gives you, a, like, a, a path. Yes. Yeah, it's totally fine for things to, like, run late. I've, I've had that where uh, people get stressed out 
about the timeline that they're like, oh my gosh, we're like five minutes behind, we're 15 minutes behind. And I'm like, it's all it's gonna, gonna be, be fine. Okay. <laughs> I always have to tell my couples, I'm like, you're the queen at this point and the queen is never late. Everyone else is just early. I like it. I, I like that. <laughs> I mean, I think, and here's I think a glass that's from of wine. like, calm down. I, I, know, right? I think that's from like the princess diaries or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite things. And it tends to help calm them down because they're like, okay, you're right. Because half the time, if you're like 15 minutes late for the ceremony to start, everything else is going to be fine after that because yeah. they're just going to go party well, and and that's, and that's normal. I mean, yeah. I've never been to a wedding where the ceremony started right on time. Truly. Yeah, <laughs> it's always, it's kind of like going to a concert where like, all right, doors are at seven, concert's at eight, and it's probably not going to happen until like 8.30. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, oh, but one of, one of the things for me that I, I do is just, I mean, it's just practice. Like mm -hmm. the very first wedding I ever shot was really, really low key. It was in um, this person's backyard. So I was able to kind uh -huh. of relax. But as long as you have the communication with your couple of this is what to expect and like you have to be the expert like mm -hmm. you have to be the one that is able to reassure them and if you can't do that you realistically shouldn't be doing it if you don't mm -hmm. know what you're doing obviously everybody has to start somewhere yeah but you need to like reach out and talk to other people that's where the whole like community over competition yeah. thing comes in is like if you don't know ask don't be afraid yeah. to like reach out to someone that you know or respect and just say I'm struggling a little bit how can I streamline this? How can I make this day easier for someone else? Um, and that's why like just having a timeline for yourself is great. Like that has been the biggest lifesaver for me is I'm like, here's a sample. This is how I normally work. If you yeah. want to do something different, we'll do that. And then you just stay hydrated, stay <laughs> hydrated. Yes. Please stay hydrated. It's a long day. It's a long no doubt. day. Um, <laughs> And, and just make sure you have some snacks. And that normally... Don't want to get hangry. Mm -hmm. Anger is, is real. <laughs> or yes. low blood I brought sugar. my snacks. Yeah. You start going fuzzy <laughs> while you know, the bride and groom are walking down the aisle. Yeah. Not, not good. good. No good. <laughs> not yeah. a, not are, ideal. Those are a couple things that I do specifically to like keep my, keep my yeah. nerves in check. I mean, I'm always anxious before a wedding. Normally, maybe anxious you is the wrong word. If, but if you were like, t had none of that, it would yeah. it would mean you didn't care I still get excited like yeah. I've been doing this for quite a few years now and I still get so excited every time I get an inquiry every time I actually get a booking every oh, time I, I meet that. with my couples on the actual wedding day like I still get like giddy butterflies yeah. that means that you guys are in and I'm sure John Eric does too but I think that <laughs> means y'all are in the right the right thing yeah, yeah. yeah I love a, it it's actually interesting there was a, a while that I got uh burned out on weddings and thought mm. that I wasn't going to shoot weddings anymore. Mm. And that was, uh, uh, so part, part of my path is I, I worked for a studio for about five years and it's a, it's a wonderful studio, but I was shooting weddings their way. And when I went back to school and, and I had like uh, a couple friends ask me to shoot their weddings as me and realizing that I can now do it my way, it was a whole new breath of fresh air oh, and, wow. and made me excited to do weddings again yeah, yeah. i can see that yeah because i mean you weren't able to be not be you but not your authentic style you were having to be oh yeah it, a little it, different. it didn't come naturally so i had to think about uh how mm -hmm. do they expect this to look and yeah. now it's like well this is my vision so what do i want to do mm -hmm. which is which was uh a fun thing to kind of discover 
I love that. And then also, I wanted to go back just a little bit talking about like how not to be nervous on a wedding day. <laughs> Speaking to, you know, photographers who are not wedding photographers who want to be. Yeah. Uh, second or third shooting with people who are good at what they do and, mm-hmm. and whose work you connect with. Best way to with. learn. Yes. Yeah. So that way, like the pressure's not on you. You are not the one who's responsible for delivering however many photos you are then helping yes. but it puts you yes. in the trenches so you like you learn there, there's like a flow to wedding days absolutely and even though weddings what every wedding day is different there are like similar you know veins or paths for every oh, day sure yeah yeah and you get into it like at this point um i've lost track but i've probably shot 225 250 weddings wow like between not not just first shooting but first and second shooting and so I show up on a wedding day and I have to remind myself, I've done this before. I know what I'm <laughs> I've doing. I've done this 249 other times. <laughs> so I got it. <laughs> I was like, I make myself get out of my head yeah, mm-hmm. so that then I can like really see the wedding day. And enjoy your, you have to and, enjoy and yourself while you're doing it. I think that shows in your work. If yes. You're, yeah. And I love how Chelsea said um, that you ask other people for help, other photographers. I think that I love the photographer community in Winston-Salem because I feel that y'all are all really good at at working together and collaborating and asking other people for help. And, you know, if you need a second shooter, you're not shy to ask another photographer. Yeah. I definitely think it's gotten better um, Mm -hmm. over the years as people have kind of realized. I think when the, when the market starts to get more and more saturated, you start to realize, oh, everyone's doing it now. Okay. So I can't, I can't be a diva because nobody wants to work with me. Nobody wants to recommend me. Um, and so I've gotten to know a lot more photographers in my area um, that one I can recommend, that I'm actually just friends with. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's helped me tenfold. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's it's been, yeah, it's been great awesome. for me. Yeah. And like I was thinking about this. This is probably a terrible analogy. I'm not a car person. But I was thinking about <laughs> I was thinking about community community over competition with a car analogy like uh you've got your your photographers who are just starting out and they they need they need to shoot things because they need to get in the reps and so there are people out there who just need you know uh i want to put this in a in a nice way with all things in life you know there's a lot to learn about different things and there are people who are not like very visually literate like they're not worried about some of the like the technical aspects right that that we bring to the table mm-hmm. they just want like family porches they just want a nice photo that has them their spouse and their kids yeah and that's what's important yep so you've got your people who just need like <clears throat> need something with wheels that you put gas in and it goes they just need a nice photo that sh- that shows the people and then you've got your people who they're looking for something more specific like if you you know, if you're looking for like a BMW, you're like you're a driver. You you're looking for this sort of experience. Mm-hmm. So you go to the dealership or the photographer who's going to give you that experience. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Maserati level people. Yeah, and then you got, <laughs> you got your Maseratis, your Bugattis. Uh, uh, but I think a lot of photographers, especially when they're earlier on in their paths, they're not quite as cognizant about having a different voice and that people are looking for specific things mm-hmm. um like when people come to me they're looking at well, a lot you know i really need to sit down and think about 
I'm bad at like recognizing things about myself. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what people see when they come to me. But I know like with fun. Chelsea. They she's, see fun. Well, hopefully, yeah, I'd like to think that's part of it. But like Chelsea's work is so, the, the way that she tells the story of romance and she mm-hmm. gets those really intimate, beautiful, like very, very natural and very elegant like portraits and like you know I was I, so I think maybe it was engaged I was flipping through when I saw you and I was like and it took my breath away for a second I was like oh that's nice yeah. <laughs> and I love it when I'm like scrolling through Instagram and you pop up and I and oh yeah her it, work is beautiful oh there's few gosh. things that make you like We're pause on Instagram blush. nowadays right? I am I'm like <laughs> seriously like I'm like warm now Aww. my face is all warm you guys are so sweet <laughs> so there's you know there are people and that's what they're looking for and that's why they go to Chelsea and then mm-hmm. whatever it is I do, people are looking for that, they come to me. Well, let me tell you what John I was going to say, let's hear, let's hear your style, John <laughs> Eric style from Chelsea. So I've known John Eric since 2014 um, and I have watched his work evolve into just, I mean, it was already incredible, but John Eric has this way about him um, that is just like, instant friendship instant Mm -hmm. like you feel like you've known this person your whole life because he is so warm and charismatic and like actually cares shocking (laughs) um and it's so funny because when you meet him he is he's just this like jovial person um but his work is so Dramatic. It's almost like dramatic was the exact word I was gonna <clears throat> use for him. It's yeah. always what I've thought of. It's not for just, him for his it's, work. It's <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's so not dramatic. Not dramatic. <laughs> um, but it's just beautiful, and there's depth to it. That yes, is it tells just a story. Very so storytelling. Cinematic. Like I, I strive for like a very like, you know, sweeping romantic cinematic feel, and John Eric just like oozes this like beautiful moody cinematic mm-hmm. dramatic gorgeous photos that feel like they should be in magazines and you they know, are there's like, one on the cover right now yeah <laughs> they are look at that <laughs> um but I, I mean you just you get the whole package with him in in my opinion like from yeah. just him being incredibly kind and wanting to do everything that he can and like being a little bit of a perfectionist, but in a good way. Um, <laughs> he will make sure that the light is right, that you look right, and he knows how to pose people. He mm-hmm. is just... Oh, yeah. I love being able to recommend him to people. Like, I mean, I hate when I'm booked and I can't book that person, but... But you feel good that you're giving them someone yes. that you trust. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I think back to, like, the how people feel. Like, when you are when you meet a photographer and you really connect with them... That shows in your pictures. Your your facial expressions and your body language is going to be more natural and comfortable, and you're going to look better mm-hmm. than if you're stiff and uncomfortable and not. So I think that's makes it, like we already said, but just super important to yeah. connect with your photographer. And along yeah. those lines, one of the things I always recommend – or sorry, first, let me put – thank you. That was uh, – <laughs> Chelsea, that was really kind. And um, You're welcome. I'm glad people can't see how much I was blushing. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, sorry. So with my with my wedding couples, I, I recommend an engagement session mm-hmm. yep. because that's a chance for you to be in front of my camera to see how this works and how I like to interact with you. And also, like, I can get a feel for your vibe and how you like to be sure. interacted with. Absolutely. So that way, like, when it's your wedding day and I've got, you know, 10 minutes to have the two of you alone before you get introduced or whatever, we, we've already, you know, done this dance a little bit so mm-hmm. it's not fresh and brand new yes 
oh be my a little, gosh. I mean, it'd be a little intimidating on both ends to have not worked with your photographer from them being behind the camera. I've, I've done that. I've oh, done man. that a couple times. And it's some people you just click with really well. Like yeah. I, I just photographed a super intimate ceremony on December 28th. And it was like a surprise for the couple. Um, like the the bride sister set it up. I had never met them, That's never really talked sweet. to that them. That is sweet. I was gonna say it wasn't a surprise they were getting married. Was no. <laughs> I mean, actually, kind of. They just kind of like decided like oh last minute, which was adorable because I think she contacted me like a week or two beforehand and was oh, like. Wow. Are you available by any chance? And I was like, you know what? As a matter of I fact, I leave the next day to go out of the country for two weeks, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, good um, for you. And it was only like two hours long, but like they were the sweetest people. And uh, like she wanted to take photos with me. Oh, like they, she oh like gosh. had her dad like take my camera and take pictures of us together. <laughs> that is, that is like, so sweet. You're so cute. Like it was the <laughs> sweetest thing. But I have had other moments where like. It's been very uncomfortable at first, where I like kind of have yeah. to get a good vibe for you. So I'm 100% with John Eric on that. Like, the engagement shoots. Oh yeah. Engagement session or like just coffee if you're in the mm-hmm. same town. Oh, yeah. Like if someone has the time, because people yeah. are busy, and I'm not going to ask them to do that if they're not available. But yeah. Well, and some people are just naturally more, I guess, better in front of the camera than other people, and some people feel more uncomfortable. But yeah. Yeah. I always tell people they're not as awkward as they think they are. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite things. I don't know about you. I'm yeah. sure it is. A lot of times when you're posing, I've heard John Eric say this, the more awkward you feel, the more the better you look. Like, oh, my gosh. I say that, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be directing someone, and you, you turn your face just a bit. And I know this feels awkward, but but you look good. It looks good. good. So just looks great. I yeah. tell my models that. I tell my couples that. Yeah. Like, anybody who's really green in front of the camera, I'm always like, a lot of times if you feel really dumb, it looks really yeah. good. Yeah, so let's give – I want y'all to each give a couple of your favorite tips when people are in front of the camera for how to, how to look their best. <laughs> oh, man. My – One of my favorite things that I let my couples do is when we first start shooting, I don't have them look at the camera. I don't want them to interact with it at all. I want them to wholly be immersed in each other Um, because I find that to be really, really important to like capture something that feels authentic to them. Mm -hmm. I want them to be the focus. And I'm like, just talk to each other. Just or get on like, here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know it's weird because you can hear the little like click, 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 click of my camera. Sometimes I'll turn it, turn that off so that they can't hear it. Mm-hmm. And I just tell them to talk, interact, move around, whatever feels natural to them. Like however much PDA they are comfortable with because some mm-hmm. people are not super comfortable with yeah. it in public. So I always try to like talk to them about that beforehand of like, do you like to hold hands? Do you like to kiss? Do you hug? Yeah. Do you like... Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Um, and let them kind of ease into it before I'm like, look here, do this, do mm-hmm. that. Because I don't like to pose people too much. Yeah. But but you have to give you some have direction. To. Yeah, yeah, you have people, to. People need that. Absolutely. They don't know what to do. <laughs> no, they don't. So, like, it's, you know, some people do and some people don't. But I, I just always really like to give people that moment, that opportunity. I bet some of the best pictures come from that, too, sometimes. Yes. Right. Yeah. They really do. I love that. And something I always like to do is uh, when I've got people in front of the camera, we will all breathe together. I'm like, all right, let's breathe. Yeah. And it's for them. It's also for me. Yeah. But that's a good way to, like, you get in oxygen, you exhale, you release tension in your body, and you become more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it calms the nervous system. Yeah. Yeah, I've got this, like, you know, breathe thing on my Apple Watch now, and I'm like, oh, I... 
I do it for like a minute a day. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then another thing, let me, I have to figure out how this translates to the couple, but um, what I like. It doesn't have to be for a couple. It could be for anybody. Well, no, well, I was going to say like from my end, what I like to do is when I've got a couple, often I'll I'll kind of like, uh, I'll just say random things that catch them off guard. So they yep. get out of their head. Yes. So they I've heard you do this. They have to. Yeah. So they they like they they drop their shields. They drop their guard because they're trying to figure out some wacky thing, and and then they're just like kind of laughing and, and letting go. Yep. And so I think like uh, actually uh, I heard Javis, who's a buddy of ours that we went to photo school with. I heard him do this once, <laughs> and so I've stole it. Thanks, Javis. Appreciate it. <laughs> and like uh, and so I'll I'll. I'll tell uh, the bride of the groom like okay tell them a secret that you don't want me to hear <laughs> and so usually they're saying something like wildly inappropriate <laughs> or just just silly and then yeah. they're just cracking up yeah. because of whatever's going on that I yeah. hopefully can't hear um, <laughs> I do that too I, I'll tell them I'm like okay now be really close and like oh, just love each other and then tell her something really really dirty <laughs> And then they start laughing a lot of times, or they will actually do it, and it's like it's hot. And you're like, we're like, okay, all right, yes, let's go. Here we go. That's funny. I love that. But it definitely does help when you can like break people out of their like, I'm getting my picture taken. Oh no, what do I do? Kind of thing. If you can like get them laughing or just true, yeah, do something silly. You can can sense stiffness through the camera for sure. That's Mm -hmm. especially like for my headshot clients, Mm -hmm. that's that's something that you can when you when I look at the headshot, I can tell it's just a kind of a gut thing if that's a genuine expression or that's that's a stiff, that's a that's a guard up. Yeah. And so my goal is always with with portraits and people is like I'll mess with you until your guard comes down. Or I'll or you know (laughs) We find like a way to connect, and people get comfortable. I'll get, we'll get comfortable until your guard comes down. But yeah. let's get that guard down, and then we'll get the real stuff. Yeah, like, I love that. Absolutely. Oh. It's like peeling a banana. You don't want to eat it with a peel on, but you get to the inside, and that's the good <laughs> and stuff. It's good. There you go. It's true. That's a, probably a terrible. <laughs> no. My analogies today are uh, the car. Two for uh, they're, two. <laughs> nah, they're good. I like them. <laughs> two for two for terrible. Or you could say it's like a coconut. People ha- may have a hard exterior, but then they're sweet. On the inside. Oh, sweet on the inside. I and like that, it. And that's why we hang out. Yes. You guys are sweet on the inside and on the outside, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so I love following Chelsea on social media, and if you do not, you need to follow her. Shameless plug. It's at Toujours Photo. Yeah. Spell it out for everybody. Just T-O-U-J-O-U-R-S and then photo. Yes. If you can't spell that. She's I'm, the I'm best. So it's Her Instagram stories are hilarious. <laughs> And sometimes serious too, but yeah, she's yeah. she has me laughing. You gotta have for a sure. mix. You gotta have yeah. a mix. Yeah, and and of course you can see her beautiful work on there as well. Um, and then John Eric. I, I guess I have multiple personalities when it comes to social, <laughs> social media. I have three different Instagram accounts, but yeah. you can kind of find Follow everything. Follow them all though; they're great. <laughs> you can get to everything from my it's a J E J underscore photos on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think I link to because I've got a, like a fashion dramatic portraiture which is John Eric Johnson. I've got J.E.J. Photos, which is kind of my general, like, food, interiors, headshots. You have some great commercial. food shots. Because that food, I like is, food. food is hard to shoot. Yes, uh, it is. I mean, I try to be a little food photographer when I'm, you know, cooking every once in a blue moon, but no. Man, I won't mm-hmm. touch it. Yeah. <laughs> it is a whole different beast. It I'm is. like, nope, mm-mm, 
not doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's a rollback to RCC, Shameless Plug Round 2. Uh, our commercial teacher, Don Raj Emmanuel, is an incredible food photographer. So good. And I was uh, smart enough to ask him if I could assist him on some jobs. Oh, there you go. And so, yeah, and that's that is, for, that for photographers, speaking about community over competition, like... One Intern. Of, yeah, one of the best things <laughs> yeah. you can do is find people... You, who are great at what they do, you want to do that thing, go, like, assist them, be on set. And you, sure, you might, like... And do it out of the goodness of your heart, uh, not because you're trying to take advantage of them. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you might carry bags, you might schlep, you know, light stands, but but as long as you're, like, intentional about mm -hmm. what you can learn while you're on set. And sometimes it's, you learn what not to do. Oh, yeah. You Which know, is equally as important. I, I feel honestly. like there's <laughs> always something to learn when you're, you know, uh, working with someone else. Um, yeah, but uh, I lost my entire train of thought. It just derailed. Um, That's okay. You made a good point. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. You guys made lots of good points. Oh my gosh, what a great episode! I could talk about this for hours. Like I kind of wish we almost had a few more hours because yeah. I could keep going. We'll have you back again. <laughs> yes, we'll have a, an encore presentation. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for coming on and. Um, Follow them both on Instagram. And then, as always, you can follow Forsyth Mags on Instagram as well, at Forsyth Mags, and we will see you next time. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs>